Hi friends! If you've listened to me before, welcome back. I am so happy to have you here. If you're brand new to listening to my podcast, well, I definitely recommend you listen back to the previous episodes. Today I'm going to be talking about the microbiome. And it's a little bit different than what I normally talk about, but it is totally connected. Very, very much connected. Our gut health has a lot to do with our emotional and mental well-being. Our microbiome is basically all the bacteria, fungi, viruses that are in our gut and all around our body. We're actually only 10% human, 90% non-human cells. We require them for everything we do. So we might as well learn how to take care of them since we're working with them. The gut actually has more influence on our health than our brain. And there's so many new studies coming out connecting gut health to common diseases and all kinds of things. A healthy gut requires diversity. We want a lot of different species in our gut. And in order to get diversity, we need to have a more, eat more of a diverse food. We can also get diversity in our gut microbiome through our experiences in our environment as well. So working in the soil, if you garden, that's really awesome. But really the more different kinds of foods that you can eat, the better health your microbiome will have. So what happens though, is that whatever species that we have in our gut, that is going to connect with our brain and give us cravings. So if you've been eating a diet of processed foods, high sugar, um, like those white starchy carbs, that's what you're going to crave because you have been feeding that specific species who likes that kind of food and they've been able to take over more territory in your gut. And and so then they can give you those cravings to require more and it's just a continual loop. That is why I suggest if you feel like you're in that loop, doing a full stop for like two weeks. Like, okay, I'm not going to have any added sugar. I'm going to eat all natural foods. And sometimes you can find programs that will help you do that as well. If you need any assistance of that, you can contact me. But sometimes just cutting it out can help you reset and not be addicted to it anymore. I know I will often do that with coffee sometimes. When I find that I'm becoming too reliant on it, I will take a pause. (laughs) So our microbiome is very different today than it was 100 years ago. They are finding that we have far fewer species. And part of this is our obsession with cleanliness and disinfectants, also our separation from the soil, and also how we are depleting our soils with monoculture farming. So all of these things going into it. So it's really important that we do what we can to have a healthier gut. All right, so what are some of the benefits of a healthy gut? Well, balanced hormones, your emotional well-being, energy, focus, good digestion, great skin, intuition. They're not lying when they say that gut feeling. Happier, you have mental clarity, you have satiety. When you are getting those whole foods, those full nutrients into your body, you feel fuller longer. Strong immunity, weight management. So those are just a few of the things, the benefits that can come from having a healthy gut. And on the opposite side of that, things that can come from having poor gut health, they have found connections to Alzheimer's, 
acne, anxiety, and depression, that's one that I personally have felt the connection. When I, my eating gets bad, my anxiety and my depression can get worse, as well as brain fog. I definitely feel brain fog when I haven't been eating as well. Um, also, asthma, chronic constipation or diarrhea, uh, diabetes, eczema, infertility, joint pain, and poor digestion. Those are just some things that can come when you have poor gut health. And often they call this gut dysbiosis, which is basically that you're not getting the nutrients that you need and you have starved out some of the species um, in your gut. So what do you want to do? Aim to eat the rainbow. And I'm not talking about Skittles. <laughs> you want whole foods as much as you can, organic um, and variety. And you might be saying, well, I'm a picky eater. That is a story you are telling yourself, my friend. And it is not a story that you have to keep if you don't want to and it's not serving you. There are scientific studies that have shown if you continually expose yourself to a certain kind of food, you will come to like that food. Our tastes change depending on, on the species in our gut. So if you don't like something, keep eating it you will like it. So along with eating more naturally colorful foods, there's a couple other small changes you can make to improve your diet, to improve your gut. For example, if you are eating a lot of wheat, rice, corn, sugar, and oil, things that are pretty big in the American diet, maybe try to switch to sorghum or millet or rye or cassava or yams. These are alternatives in that same category that give your body what it needs as far as energy from the carbs, but they're a healthier form. Um, also aim to eat less refined sugar and even limit the amount of uh, healthier sugar that you eat. The more that you can read the ingredient labels, the better. You want to look for in labels that have all things that you recognize and not too many things listed. So you really want to minimize your packaged food intake. But you do you just want to listen to what feels good. Get in contact with your body. After you eat, maybe keep a journal. How did you feel? How did it make you feel? And make sure that you're eating the foods that make you feel good and energized and focused. And it could take a couple weeks of investigation and trying new things. Now let's talk prebiotics and probiotics. So prebiotics are fibrous foods that the bacteria in our gut love to get. So things like asparagus, coffee, green and black teas, Jerusalem artichoke, raw dandelion leaves, garlic, onions, leeks, sweet potatoes, avocado, green bananas, barley, oats, jicama root, and seaweed. Those are some great prebiotics that you can incorporate into your diet. You can also get probiotics. Now, the best way to get probiotics is through fermented food. So things like active culture yogurt. So you really have to look on the label, make sure they have active cultures, and make sure it's low sugar. There are a ton of yogurts out there that are high in sugar. Um, also kefir, kombucha. Now, the thing with kombucha is it also is very sweet, so you do not need to drink the entire bottle that they sell it in. A lot, oftentimes, you can make your own as well. But you could, you, what you can do is take 
a quarter cup of that kombucha from that bottle um, and mix it with some sparkling water to make a nice fancy drink. I like to put mine in a wine glass. Um, but that's all you need, like a shot glass full or a quarter cup full of kombucha is good for the day. Um, let's see. Other foods include tempeh, kimchi, sauerkraut, um, buttermilk, cacao, miso, pickles, but not the jar pickles that you find on the shelf. You have to find them in the fermented food check section of your grocery store. Most grocery stores have a section of this, so go there, check it out. There's not only fermented cucumbers in the form of pickles, but there's also pickled beets, pickled carrots, you name it. There are a ton of different fermented vegetables there, and they are all great for your gut. It's also really good to look at what the the traditional fermented food for your heritage is, and that is a really good thing to make sure that you're eating. Um, you want to be careful of the over-the-counter probiotics because those are not monitored at all. And a lot of times, the ones that are in pill form don't even survive through your gut. I know that there are certain ones that will. So the superfood shake that I drink, they make sure that they use the probiotics that make it through your gut and actually are beneficial to you. Make it through your stomach acid, sorry, is what I meant. And so you really want to be careful with that. And the best thing to do is stick with fermented foods. Hi, friends. I just wanted to take a pause to tell you about my Summer Strong Wellness Group. We are a community of people supporting each other in protecting our assets. As a coach, I set you up with quick, effective workouts, easy-to-follow meal plans that don't cut out categories, and mindset coaching to help you establish these good habits. This includes fueling your brain with personal development as well. If this is something that you need, just reach out to me. All right, back to the episode. But it isn't only food that helps you have a healthy microbiome. You also need to make sure that you're getting enough sleep. There are studies that have shown a lowering in gut health when you're not getting as much sleep as you need. So really aim for getting yourself eight hours of sleep. If you need any tips on that, connect with me on social media. I have a ton of tips. Also, movement, moving your body, exercising. I like to start every day with a workout in the morning. If you're needing help with that, you can also connect with me on social media. I have groups that I run and it makes it super easy. But it's so important for your gut health that you're moving and you're sleeping. Also that you're hydrating. Most of us are not drinking enough water. You want to make sure that you're getting at least half your body weight in ounces of water every day. And generally, I go more towards my full body weight in ounces of water. All. Another form of getting a healthy gut is doing meditation. I have a previous episode that's all about meditation. This helps your body get into a relaxed state where certain hormones are released and it's very important for your gut health. You have to consider your environment, so making sure that you're reducing your exposure to chemicals, disinfectants um, as much as you can. Uh, if you have ever had to take an antibiotic, they could actually tell you that by testing your microbiome <laughs> and probably about what time in your life that you had it. 
It's incredible because an antibiotic will decimate your microbiome. So yes, there are times when it is necessary for health reasons, but after you have to take an antibiotic, make sure that you do a regimen to build your gut health back up. Personal hygiene can affect it and also pet. So that's what I have for you today, friends. Your body is your friend. It is your ally. You have to take care of it. And it's not just your body, but also those little friends that live on and in our body. So get out there and eat the rainbow. Move your body. Drink water. Get lots of sleep. And I hope to see you next time. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend and connect with me on social media.